Good morning. Hello, hello. How we doing? Great. Good. Long time no speak. I really do have to shut the music off for you two because you cannot talk while this music is playing. It's amazing. It's too loud. Really we can't even can. hear ourselves with that on. I'm like, good Was morning. Was it really loud? I'm so yes. sorry. I don't know why that no would be so loud. No worries. No worries. How was your weekend? How are you? What's going on? Good to see you. I'm coming oh, off of my sugar coma weekend. or sugar high, sugar rush. Hey, I was I sent know. out this morning as my kids left for school for the first time after since spring break. And they said, go get all the half price Easter candy. Go get it now. Oh, they're not wrong. See, well, now, what was your favorite Easter candy? I, I like those and I didn't get any this year. I like the little and the little uh, malt ball Easter eggs. They're like malt balls, but they're white color and stuff like that. They make me oh. violently ill. Malt makes me violently ill. Really? First of all, malt is delicious. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I know. Delicious. I think I overdid it. Um, Whoppers. But wait a minute. What are you saying? They're malt balls. That's what you like, though, John. I do. Yeah. That's like my favorite Easter candy, and then my least least favorite Easter candy, jelly beans. What about the Cadbury? No. I got yeah. one Cadbury Don't egg. Don't face, Melissa. I made one Cadbury egg, and thank God it was the caramel one, not the one that looks like an egg, because I, I don't mm, like that. I love them. Yeah, yes. I, I think I'm with Melissa on that. I love them. Love them. Not a big oh, fan yeah. of the jelly beans. Oh. Got to be in the mood I for a good jelly bean. I love jelly beans, and actually, over the years, they have had some major jelly bean um, developments and improvements. I like the strawberry jelly beans. Mm-hmm. Not a big fan of the sweet tart jelly beans. The Brock's ones will do in a pinch because the pink ones are delicious. Um, I'm a jelly bean connoisseur. Jelly it Belly seems. is also the classic one, especially the fruity. That's all I year love round, a though. Egg. I know. I love a Cadbury egg, though. They're delicious. I found at Five Below a cookie that's like half Oreo on the bottom and then Cadbury egg schmear in the middle and then chocolate all around it. It's very strange. Scott liked it, so I brought them for him, even though we all have no bit. No one really. The whole planet has no business eating them. Let's not lie. But um, anyway, so. I like the Russell Stover bunnies, the milk chocolate bunny. Now, the solid one? Oh, or the classic. The solid so- ones. That's a yeah. little too much chocolate. She's no. a purist. Who says that? <laughs> That's a little too much That's chocolate. True. It's the good side. It's yummy. It's super yummy. Okay, so uh, I'm a Christian, so I really don't know this. I'm asking because I don't know. So are you, since Passover is during Chris, Christmas, it's Easter. It's not always, though. Easter, since it's, all right. Are you allowed to eat Easter candy during Passover? Or what's the rule? The only thing you can't eat on Passover is... Technically, the things you're not supposed to eat on Passover is any kind of bread that's risen. Okay. It's symbolic of the, the Jews having to run out of Egypt without time for their bread to rise. Okay. So it, it's called chametz, and it includes bread and, like, noodles, anything with flour in it, really, you're not supposed to eat. Like, granola, I mean. Frozen pancakes. As in pancakes. Like pancakes. But, yeah. Mallory, last night we were going to dinner, of course, because that's what we do. Mm-hmm. And we went for Chinese food because we're Jews and it's a holiday. So she said, and what hey, else is open? Right. She said, Hey mom, are we the eating rice Jews or the don't eat rice Jews for Passover? And we're the don't eat rice Jews. And I said, you can eat whatever you want. Just, I'm just asking. Cause we were in an airport. Rice doesn't for, rise. 
Well, it's it a grain. Flour. It's it's a grain it's a that grain. we can't that oh, we can't it's have. Oh, a grain. Okay, that we can't have. But, um, but corn is allowed if you're Ashkenazi, which means Eastern European and not my Spanish. Goodness. The rules, the rules to be a Jew. The book oh my god, be bigger than the Bible. That's its own podcast. Isaac goes to a um, Jewish community center and they don't allow bread this week. So I have to. So in other words, if I couldn't give him guacamole and corn chips, he'd have no friggin' lunch. I mean, like today he has yogurt and fruit with an apple, and I sent granola because it's oats. I hope they don't take it away from him though, because oats don't rise. Is that illegal? I, you know what? I don't know. I, I just used sent to know. it and prayed. I used to I care. I don't know. Yeah, I used to care. I don't anymore. I just so for us right now, but it's yeah, symbolic. So, so we're not so having bread. Candy is allowed because it's chocolate. But if you have it over a pretzel or in a cookie, then no, you can't really have it. Yes. I have also a Chinese food story. So we were on our way back from the shore. My daughter is driving. She has a permit. So I let her drive to the shore. And on our way back, she's let's get something to eat. So we were trying to find a place, and there was a Chinese place that I used to love. And I went, and everything was packed. So we went by the Chinese place, and it wasn't crowded. So I said, oh, let's try this place. So we went in, and uh, the guy was there. I haven't been there in like 15 years. So the guy's still there. And I go, hey, how's it going? Oh, good. He walks with a limp. He's older now, and he can barely speak English. He's got like a... I don't know how to explain, like almost like a speech impediment and his English wasn't good in the beginning. So we order. He stroked out. Who did? The guy. If he's got the, <laughs> he's bad. Maybe he did. I mean, if his speech is off and he's limping and he's got, he stroked out. He might have. So, but he's still working. God love him. He's still working. So I order a dish and then there's a table like next to us that ordered something. So the guy comes out, he's bringing food out. He brings it to them. He comes out, he goes to bring, give me my food. And he goes to put it down and he looks at, looks at it, looks at his thing and goes, now she's already had the food on her, on her table for like five minutes. He goes over, grabs her food and goes, no, you got the wrong stuff. What's oh my God. The dish I, and comes over and gives me that. And she's like, I ate from that. And I go, and he goes, oh, you ate already. Okay. And he grabs the food off of her, my table, gives it back oh to God. her and gives me her dish. And she looks at me and I look at her and I go, I would you like this? Oh my God, and she's like, I ate off of that. Now. And I go, that doesn't bother me. I said, Chinese food is meant to be shared. I said, no, she's like, no, that's okay. You eat that. Oh I'll God. eat this. It really wasn't that much of a difference. It was a, a seafood dish with, with a spicy sauce. So I think mine was all seafood. Hers was seafood and chicken. So Still. I got chicken and seafood. I didn't have as much seafood as I wanted, but I'm like, eh. So, you know, I ate it and it comes over and goes, so what do you think? And I went, she has excellent choices. <laughs> she made an excellent <laughs> choice. What do you say? I don't know what to say. I mean, they're so close, and there's nobody in there. What do I think? I think you're nuts. Yeah, I'm. Th- I'm like, I think she should. You should have gave her another dish of what <laughs> she ordered. But right. I, I have a feeling that the place is like in disrepair. And then I was a little nervous right. about what was actually in the chicken. Was it actually right. chicken? Is that when you posted Don't the picture of what John, you... never say that. That's illegal in this country. Don't when say you... that. I know, but it doesn't mean it doesn't happen. You know how many times it, they get busted for that. that? No, not in New Jersey. Not in... Not, oh, no. yes, they, they do. around here for that. Yes, they, they did. Not. I'm telling you, I could, I'll pull news stories. What were you? No. I'm serious. No, I don't want to know. <laughs> I know. You won't go back again. Uh-uh. It, uh, we had a Korean family move in. When I was, I guess I was like 17 years old, they moved in and we were talking and they had children like our age and 
we were friends with them and we went in and I said, what do you think of this country? Cause they, they come from Korea. And I said, what do you think of this country? And she goes, it's amazing how all the little animals are all running around and nobody eats them. I was like, okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I was like, okay. All right. Oh God. You want some of this? <clears throat> I'm good. I actually have a story about that. Did I ever tell you this story? Yeah, no, probably. My father went to China when I was in high school. He somehow finagled his way onto like a trip to China with his friend from high school. They wanted to find, you know, like a place to eat. And so they found a very nice young man and a young Chinese college student who offered to be their tour for the guide for the day for however many money, however much money. And they followed him around China. And then they like, he get, found him a restaurant. And my dad like sat to everyone sat down and, you know, it was like me covered in orange sauce. And my dad said, what is this? He said, it's a duck. So he goes, oh, great. <laughs> Um, he starts eating it and it didn't taste like duck he was used to. So he was like, this is duck quack quack. Right. And the guy goes, no, no, duck a woof woof. (laughs) I had a feeling. And my dad like dropped the fork on the plate. And he was like, all I could think of was our dog stretch when we grew growing up. He was like, I had to stop eating it. There's a whole dog festival in China, the Yulin dog festival, where they do terrible, terrible things to our family members, our pets, and torture them and then eat them, which is, while they're alive, torture them and then eat them, which is just the biggest horror. And I have a friend who posts, a friend from high school who posts pictures of it and videos of it. And I, my thumb, once it's in your head, it can't get out. So as I'm scrolling down at that kind of time of year, I can't scroll fast enough. And I, I I almost, I mean- I almost want to block her for a few days just till that's over. You but can unfollow her, period. If you you want. know there you know there are horrible atrocities in the world. I don't want I want to shelter yeah. myself. I will contribute, I will post, I will do whatever I can from here, but please, please do not make me watch that. That's just the worst. Mm-hmm. The worst. It's the that. worst. I mean, even somebody like me who who hunts and stuff like that, I'm not for making an animal suffer. I'm for Quick kills and you know less suffering for the animal and stuff like that. So anyhow, but uh, any hooser, we've got a little, little off so, topic um, there. I don't know what um, we're cutting out from the nose blowing, so uh, I'll keep going. We're back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, so back to Melissa and how she needs less family trips. So tell us about this family trip. You went to L.A. Well, before I went on my trip, I had a meeting at school. It was uh, Ooh, let's get the into last, that. Oh, yes, yes. The last two let's meetings, that, the last two meetings we had had have been canceled because of snow. I meet with our school's principal and like four other women, like the PTO president and other representatives from our school, the middle school. Do you from- often meet with these people or is this a flu? I meet with them monthly. And then the next day is a monthly meeting where. We are the middle school representatives and the other people have meetings with their principals and they go to this second meeting the next day, the same meeting that I do. And they represent all the elementary schools. There are people who represent the high school and we all get together. But this is the pre-meeting that I had before we left. And in the pre-meeting, talk, talk, talk. These are things that we're going to take to the big meeting the next day. We're going to talk about things are going. It's like Things that are going well, things we're worried about, things we want the rest of the district to know. Super. 
I don't know how I got targeted for this, and I mean targeted, um, <laughs> but but he identified me. I was targeted, and I'm on this committee. Hopefully, I'll do it for the high school next year because I'm starting to dig it. Then uh, we're closing, and this one of the women, who I have totally respected until this very second, says, uh, you know, you could send more emails to us telling us what's going on and keep in better touch. And I said, that's what made you a whore. (laughs) (laughs) That's not what she said. This is totally what makes her a whore. This is totally what makes her a whore. And I said, oh, no, 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 please do not send me more emails because, you know, those emails come. I barely look at them. If you're not getting to the topic in the first sentence and a half, I'm out. So Mm -hmm. I said, you need to do what the high school does and either post it on Twitter, post it on Instagram or Facebook. They have all of those pages. I don't know if they have an Instagram. I'm on an Instagram for the high school. It's not the school's page, but between Twitter and Facebook, just put it there. It'll pop up on my screen. If not, I could search it and see what you did and I could find you. And one of the mothers turns and says, no, that's a terrible idea because not everybody is on social media. What? And I looked at her. That's very similar to what I said. I said, what? (laughs) Who raised you? A pack of wolves? Must have been. So I said to her, if, and here's what got me in trouble and on fire, if you have children in middle school or high school and you are not on their social media, you are a bad parent. I said, that is bad parenting. If you, you are did not, not say you that, are not on the medium where 90, 75 to 90% of your kid's life is happening. You are irresponsible, and that is bad, bad parenting. Okay. And she also said, You're a fucking dick. (laughs) I just think she's ignorant. Did you seriously tell her she was a bad parent, though? I I said, If you are not on there, that is bad parenting. It is. Oh, my God, Melissa. I'm not wrong. She's not. I am not wrong. Most kids are not on Facebook, though. They're on Insta and Snapchat. First okay, of all, and okay. all those kids are there. They have a secret account you can't see, and that's where all the nonsense goes on. Right. They don't like Facebook. Most of them. Correct. They are not, but they are on Instagram. They are on Snapchat, which you can't really control as much. But they're on Twitter also, and they see. Yes, they're on Twitter. For you not to know what's going on in those places and to know what's out there and to maybe not even have, if you don't have your own account, I don't care, but to not have your kid's account to see what's happening or while your kid is in sixth, seventh, Eighth, ninth, you tenth grade. Never occurred to her to do that. My kids blocked me. Bad parenting. It is bad parenting not to know what your kids are doing in a whole world that you're missing. And then she said, "Well, I'm not going to talk about this." Oh my god! Because you called her a bad parent, and she is a bad parent. I, there's Doesn't no matter. Other... You can't tell people that. She can. She just I did. just did. <laughs> I just did. And there was somebody else there who agreed with her. So I'm looking across the table at this principal that I've truly respected for four years, three for Ethan, now for Mel. Like, what's happening right now? And Uh, what's happening is you should have been a little more political. I could have been more tactful. But the fact of the matter is she's so wrong that I I I didn't say you're I said that is bad parenting. There you go. I kind of. I kind of. I, I am say- not saying I don't agree with you because not only do I agree with you, but I was thinking about running a whole business where I taught parents how to do that. So I That's agree. A great with you. idea. 
What's not a good idea is telling someone that they're engaging in bad parenting. Ever. That's never a good idea. So I left that meeting and I got home and I exploded on Stuart and I sat down and I wrote an email to the principal and I said, I bet you're totally, totally second guessing putting me on this committee right now as I just threw down in your office. And I mean, the PTO president was there and she, instead of engaging, she looked at her phone and and didn't pay attention to this and didn't engage. And I thought, really? What? Where are you? I need you right now. You know, I'm so confrontational. It doesn't matter if you're right. Right is not always the key. It's really confrontational, and, and it's the drama that people don't like, regardless of the right or wrong. They don't like when people start drama, especially in that environment. Like, for example, when my kids were in middle school, and actually still in Delaware, you know, they don't make it mandatory to do, they call it HAC, and it's like where each teacher is supposed to put up every day what the homework assignments are and the quizzes and the tests and where they are and what the scores are. Yeah. And like, I know to this day, cause I have a friend whose kid is in high school now that they don't do it and they certainly don't do it on a regular basis. So my two kids with ADHD, like I was desperate to know what the homework was every day so that I could keep up on them. And all I needed was the teacher's cooperation in doing it every day. And I couldn't get it. And actually in seventh grade, I said, okay, well then you know what I'm going to do? I am just going to, set an email to the teachers to go out every single day. I was I was using Boomerang, and it was just an email that went out every day. Hi, it's Jessica. What homework does Emily have? Hi, it's Jessica. What homework does Nathan have? And the English teacher said to me, I never use my email. And I looked at her, and I was like, I think at the time it was 2010. And I was like, what do you mean you don't use your email for work? What do you mean? I said, I've had email since 1992. This is 2010. You're a teacher and an educator of our young people. What do you mean you don't use your, I mean, I went ballistic, ballistic over it. Don't tell me you don't use your email. How dare you? Don't use your email. I mean, granted, she was like an, an elderly, she was like. <laughs> you gave her a heart attack. <laughs> Older, over 60 and possibly into her 70s. She was probably like the last teacher from the hippie, you know, whatever. But still, I, what do you mean? I was just, I went nuts. I don't trust them pooter boxes. You can't help me a little bit here. You can't help me a tiny. So I am right there with you. It is irresponsible. It is bad parenting. It's almost neglect not to have your yes. kids' social media. Yes, a thousand that times said, yes. you could have just been like, Oh, could well, I don't agree with that approach anyway, but and then just moved on. You told her a bad parent in front of everyone in the Melissa. Sure did. Sure did. Bad, 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 bad. So, you know what I have a problem with? I have a problem with t- people telling me what I should have said. You should have said this. Yeah. Could have. Guess what? I didn't. This is what I said. Deal with it. And if you don't yeah. like what I said, too bad. So I get a I get a phone I get a phone call from the principal. <laughs> call me clear. I don't give a shit what she said. I'm just saying it gets better. So I get a phone call from the principal and I said, did you get my email? He goes, no, I just got back to my office. You sent me an email. (laughs) I said, yeah. I said, I bet you're second guessing putting me on this committee. And he said, I wish I could have put you on it sooner. You are absolutely right. I completely agree with you. Um, Oh, yeah. But I'm like, where the fuck were you in that meeting? (laughs) But where was where was she? Was it she? He it was the end of the meeting and we were ready to go. One of the women said. I need to talk to you after the meeting. So it was like, all right, everybody else get out kind of thing. 
And I was the reason I was so like on fire was because you can't just dismiss this topic. You're wrong. I mean, if this were a fight with my husband, uh, no way you could dismiss a topic like I, I no, I'm not finished. You're a bad, bad person for not knowing parenting. Not only it's, now it's, she's not a bad parent. Now she's a bad person. It's well, getting what kind better. Of person, what kind of person is in an argument and wow. says, I'm not talking about this and walks away? You're a fucking child. You're a child who is now a bad parent. So maybe you're not a bad person, but you're a child who's a bad parent. Can I just ask you something, though? Do you think she's going to be a better parent after having heard this from you? Do you think she's going to just go in and sign up for social media now? I mean, it's not happening. I know why she said she's not talking to you about this anymore, because she's not changing her mind. You're not changing your mind. And also... She's no longer open to hearing your point of view about it. That's why she didn't want to say I can't it. wait for the next meeting. Do you have any more we have? We have one a month until school's over. I can't wait. It's going to be awful. Can you record it? Can you put your phone in the center of the table and hit record? Don't you think for a second QuickTime isn't going to be open on my iPhone? That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I get that all the time. Like, I'll say something and I'll say, oh, you know what? You should have said it this way. And I'm like, guess what? This is how I communicate. All right? If you're a little too touchy, if you're too twitchy, if my message comes on as comes off as curt, well, I apologize. But if you got the meaning of what I said, don't say you apologize. You don't mean that. I'm um, apologizing that they're a little upset. That's why I'm apologizing. Oh, I'm apologizing care. that you're wrong. Exactly. Right. I'm sorry you don't understand and you've made bad choices. I am sorry for that. <laughs> I'm sorry that your little sphincter is so twitchy that uh, you know a sentence or the way I say something all of a sudden puts you in a tizzy. It really surprised okay, me. But- because she has an older kid in the high school. She has like a 10th, older than my son, older than Ethan. So she has like a 10th or 11th grader. And that's everything. That's their world. When I take my kids' phones away, they are twitchy. Like they, like they have serious, and I take it away all week. So I see it. And it's not till Wednesday that they're normal humans. And then they get it back Friday after school. So I guess there are times where I guess I could have said it. I don't know. I mean it. You're no, a bad you parent. You say it the way you say it, and that's it. Just the fact you that, guys. you know, just the fact that it's that serious. <laughs> it, you know, why sugarcoat something that that's serious? You know, those kids could be doing something. There was just a story where a girl who was like 16 or something ran off with a guy who she met on social media, and they were, con- you know, conversating back and forth. Conversating. Conversing. Conversing. <laughs> conversating. I like kids better. That's Southern, isn't it? Let's see, yes. conversating. They were conversating back and forth. He signed her out from school and they didn't know where she was. They no, put out an Amber ladder on her. <laughs> okay. Same thing. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, you know, you have to pay attention to what's going on. Yeah, you have to know. They're your children. I mean, no one's debating this part, you guys. Well, I mean, I think some parents, because they don't want to deal with it or they don't like it or, you know, they, they do an ostrich, they stick their head in the sand, and they don't worry about it until it becomes a problem, until it comes back and slaps them in the face. And then... What was your major in college, Melissa? Uh, political science and history. Perfect. What about you, John? <laughs> Communications. <laughs> Mine was communications, too. And so both of y'all should know better... Well, I did finish. ...than to try and get a message across that way and expect a positive result. I was so shocked, I guess. I, you don't ha- I have friends who That's chose... That's fine. I have friends who chose not to be, so that was my response when I was shocked. I have friends who chose not to be on Facebook because they didn't want to find ex-boyfriends or have their husbands, you know, look for other women. They, I get the, the protest of Facebook. I do. But when you have teenage children, don't, don't go on Facebook. Go on their account. Put their account on your phone so you can just lurk a little and see 
if a 35-year-old man is, is friending them and checking them out of school, if, if somebody is calling them fat in a quiz, or if there's something you need to know about what's going on at the school, if they're like, you just need to know. You do. You're still responsible for these lives, and you're res- it's irresponsible. It's bad parenting. So go on as them. Don't go on as you. I'm not telling you to step out on your husband and to look for, ec- I don't know. I'm not telling you to be active. Again, not debating the thing that made you angry, just the way that you said that. The message. That's all. Yes. All right. Well, you- fuck them all because they're bad parents. If they're, don't <laughs> if teach they're not me about how to be on social media. I was the only parent on social media when my kids were on there. Don't forget, they started in 2010. That's true. Yeah. I was I'm- the only parent. Everyone else was like, what's this Facebook thing? How's this Twitter shit work? Like, it was just me. No one else, not even you. You were not on social media then when my kids were on social media. So, pfft, on both of you, I know, I dig it, now, I get hang it. Hang on there, Missy, saying, before you, you like, go That's just bad parenting, on me, bitch. I had, uh, the tw- I had the Twitter in 2007. You are the Twitter. You I, are yeah. the Twitter. <laughs> Shut up, Twitter. <laughs> All right, so maybe not you. If you don't All say right, it so on mic, you, it didn't happen. You took a while. <laughs> All right. So I'll let you know for the next meeting how that goes. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm kind of nervous now, now that I've podcasted about it as well uh, to actually get all of those feelings out and made it worse. Well, I don't understand. I mean, I, I think you actually got a chance to explain why you feel that way. You know, you see what goes on with children and you see something that's egregiously wrong. I mean, how do you have not, how do you not know the technology or at least be able to be on it? So if you're, something happens, you can do something about it. I, t- I tell Ethan, if you're going to post something or even text your friends, assume that his parents are, or her parents are going to see it. Don't write something that you mind their parents seeing. Because I take your phone and I look and I see Mallory's friends and his friends in like scantily clad on spring break and everything but nipple. I mean, I know you like that word, John. So I... I see Actually, everything. When you're talking about a teenager, I don't. <laughs> I see everything, but I see kids vaping on Instagram. I see like all these things. Your kids vaping and you don't know it because you're not together enough or aware enough. How do you not know when your, your kids, kids vaping? Instagram? It, are your heart is smelling? You, <laughs> I'm you telling you, it smells like they fruit. don't know because they are because huh. they're not looking. It's fruity they're, smelling. Well, there you go. It, it smells smell. like perfume. Were you chewing gum? No, I was vaping strawberry oil, whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, you can't know if you're not there. So, Where do they get money to vape? Like, how do you get a vape pen? How do you get the friends. money for that? Aren't they expensive? Yeah, they're like hundreds of dollars. Right. So how do they get the money for a vape pen? They share. I guess one of them gets one and they share it. Hey, I good gracious. I, you know, again, I mean, these kids today. Yeah, I agree. Bad parenting <laughs> with their hair and their clothes. Eh, I know. <laughs> with their hair, get off my um, lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you kids, get off my lawn. <laughs> get off my lawn. Um, then you took these little ankle biters on a trip. I did. We flew out to uh, L.A. and on the plane, it's a six-hour flight on the way there. And on the plane, one hour into our flight, we hear ding. Is there any medical personnel on the plane? Is there a doctor on the plane? How come everywhere Stuart goes, <laughs> someone needs a fucking doctor? Didn't he have to revive someone in Yum Kipper? Really? Oh, yeah. Somebody went down. Doesn't yes. this poor guy get a day off? 
John, they we went out to dinner very soon after Yum Kipper one year, and Stuart told me that not only did he revive three old people on Yum Kipper that year, but it happens every year because no person knows when they're too old or sick not to fast. That's exactly it. It's Yom Kippur. You haven't eaten, and you ha- and you took pills in the morning. Every, every year, the guy's got his doctor bag schlepping it into Shoal. <laughs> Good gracious. Ridiculous. You know, thank God. Anyway, I have to say, no one is ever going to be on a plane, and you're never going to hear... Is someone on a plane a podcaster? I mean, that's <laughs> no, never going to happen. <laughs> I'm safe. Listen, we all have our strengths. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, so I look over. He's his mouth is agape. He's half sleeping. Right. And an oh, hour God. in. Right. So Mallory elbows him, and he's like, "I'm up. What? What?" And he goes in the back. There was a young woman who. Uh-oh. So when he gets back there, there's a young woman who is naked in the bathroom, like pinging around back there. And he's I uh, uh, very careful. So it turns she out naked? she took off all her clothes. There we go. It turns out she was um, an addict who has some um, mental challenges. He told me she's a psychotic who was on mushrooms before she got on the plane. She shot up on the plane. Mm-hmm. Excuse me. I can't get a bag of goldfish that has a metal lining in the bag of goldfish onto this plane. And she brought <laughs> a needle with her. So she shot People up on bring the plane. needles for diabetes. Yeah. A needle, you can bring a syringe if there's nothing in it. So I guess the staff on the plane must have seen she had anxiety and they gave her a Xanax. So oh, for those God. of you counting at home, she took mushrooms, she shot up, and she had a Xanax in her. And she was already not sane to start with so she's screaming and she's going through stuff well let me just say for the next five hours on that flight four and a half hours Stuart stood in the back that bathroom was out of commission and i don't know an hour before landing she starts screaming keeping in mind also that another person in a blazer went back there and i said "Ooh, a fancy doctor like oh there's somebody else thank god maybe Stuart could sit down Uh uh-uh he was an air marshal and couldn't take the blazer off because he was carrying and right. uh, just wanted to make sure everything probably was didn't okay. need his help, though. <laughs> right? Uh, I don't know. What can he do? We all could have gotten a good nap in if uh, just shot her, you know, and just fixed it. Stuart Where was she it. going? Any idea? Jail. She came from jail. She had a band on from where she was in a detention center and she was flying to L.A. for rehab. So, yeah, yeah but she was unaccompanied. So that that would have been helpful Smart. for somebody to accompany her. Well, yeah. Yeah, that would have been great. So when we landed finally, um, and Stuart got to stretch his legs, because he's kind of tall, so even standing up in the back, he was still kind of hunched over. We saw a woman who was waiting for her from the rehab. So he yeah. talked to her and said, hey, if you're waiting for this person, you might want to check, you might want to leave the baggage claim area and go check her by security, because that's where she will be. Uh, and that was the flight out. Uh, let's see. Oh, Santa Monica. So much fun. Hoover Dam on the way to Las Vegas. And well, everybody in my family, except for me, went surfing. We, it was a great, great trip. Why great not trip. you? I don't. I, all right. Ready? Those fears. I can't swim. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah, I was waiting for it. You told us that before. I have a f- fear. That's one of my other fears. I didn't talk about. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So everybody went. Surfing. We did a Hollywood Hills tour, which was totally touristy. And my friends, Marty and Lisa, totally made fun of us for 
Oh, they're taking one of the... We're tourists. We are tourists. When you come to Philly, I take you for cheesesteaks where you're a tourist and I don't normally do. So let me go on this bus tour. It's awesome. And that was fun and great. And we went to Vegas, saw a couple of shows and on the flight home... Yeah, I don't swim. And on the flight home, we were post... But we were delayed. I think if you delay for 24 hours, you have to rebook. Go back and come back. You have to rebook. What? You have to rebook your flight. It's a canceled flight uh-uh. if it's 24 hours. But they made it 22 hours instead of 24. So they gave us a hotel voucher. We waited in line for like six hours with 220 people. And it was kind of a hot mess. And everybody said, oh, that's great. You have another day in Vegas. I said, I think you mean the oh God, airport. You have PTSD. Yeah. So traveling with this family is not a good experience. We haven't had a good experience. But the vacation was fun and we had a great time. And if you would like to always plan a, tri- a trip with us, you will always have a doctor on board. Ding. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's funny. I went to a Sh- Chicago one time for a poker tournament. And uh, I, when I fly, I get two seats. I'm one of those guys, which is fine. I don't mind. It's that. expensive. Sure it is. But whatever. So I get in there and uh, they let you board first. So I board first. I get right at the bulkhead because it's got more leg room. And a lady comes on and she, I take the aisle seat. I don't want the window seat. So I take the aisle seat. So she goes and goes all the way to the window and her husband sits on the other side. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So she's sitting there. So all of a sudden we get, you know, the plane takes off. I mean, the plane was still climbing. She was sound asleep. So I'm like, oh, no big deal. Lucky. Were the plane levels off? We're maybe... 20 minutes into the flight and she sits up looks at me i'm like hi and then she (laughs) takes the seatbelt off and sits on the floor and i'm like odd exactly with her back to the wall so i'm like everything okay the bulkhead yeah not the bulkhead the side of the plane the side of the plane just where the wind is she's got her back against that and with that okay she puts her head back and passes out and i'm like Like an like actual passing yeah, out? Yeah, she passes out. And I'm like, great. So then I look over and her husband's sitting there, right? So I tap him on the shoulder. I go, sir, I think your wife just passed out. And he's like, oh, my God. So now here come every here comes the, the flight attendants and all. They come running over. Next thing you know, there's a, is there a doctor on the plane? <laughs> and then there's no doctors on the plane. So they bring out the oxygen tank. Meanwhile, John, can you, sir, can you please get up and move? Well, it's a full flight, right? I stood in the aisle from me. I don't know where we were until we landed. I, you know, when everybody's buckles in, they were still working on her. I had to stand. There was no seat for me. So I stood from there. So then when I get off the plane, I go, excuse me, I would like a refund on my plane fare. And they go, why? And I go, because I didn't sit in my seat for over half the flight. Not only that, you paid for two seats and you didn't sit in one of them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she, she, the, the, she started throwing. I don't know what was wrong with her. So anyhow, when they came, when they finally landed and we pulled up, to the, pulled up to the gate and they bring the thing in, they, they come wheeling in with this red chair that looked like a hand truck. They put yeah. her in, they strap her on, they wheeled her right off, her and her husband. They were going their way to Arizona, but they had to go off there. I don't know what was wrong with her. Rehab. But, no, no, no. She was no. older. She was an older woman. But, I mean, she just sat there. She looked at me like she wanted to say something. I'm like, hello. And then she just <laughs> sat down on the floor. Cool. And I'm like, she... is everything okay? And with that, her eyes rolled it back in her head. And she just, like, passed out. And I'm like. She must have felt it coming. That is scary as shit. 
Really? My flight? In- inconveniencing me? Come on now. Poor John. What Poor airline John. was that? Southwest, I think it was. Because that's the other thing. We took American Airlines out there when they had that, that problem with that woman, and they sent Stuart an email that said, we'd like to give you miles. Well, we don't really... Okay, thanks. That doesn't help. Why don't you fly us somewhere? Give us a ticket. How about a ticket? But no, that didn't happen. Yeah. But the way home was Spirit Airlines. And, no, never. Well, never. never again. We said that in the airport. Hashtag never again. Girl. It was a super cheap flight, and now we know why. Never again. And they had like 30 flights that were delayed, 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 but we were the one that was delayed till the next. I mean, it was an 11-something flight postponed until the next day at 9 a.m. Like, what the fuck are we supposed to do besides wait in line for you to give us a meal voucher for $7 a meal, realizing that I can't get on your plane and get a snack for $7. Everything's more than $7. So where are you thinking Vegas, we're going to go and get a meal for $7? I don't know. The airport. Yeah, I don't think you could do that there either, unless it's an egg and cheese in the morning. That was a good $7 sandwich. There you go. On bread, by the way. Because the first, because we missed a Seder coming back because of the fiasco and we missed the first Seder. We would have made it home and then the next day we missed the second one. So, so that's why it's symbolic for us at this point because we've already had bread during Passover and now we're just doing without, without the yumminess of cookies and bread and pancakes. Oh, pancakes. That upsets me about that girl because they should have known to, um, Accompany have her, her. Yes. Especially if she was coming from jail and going to rehab. You can get drugs literally anywhere. Mm-hmm. All you need is a cell phone. So I don't know why they didn't think she wasn't going to have some kind of like, this is my last chance. Like everybody else does. Every, I mean, everyone. every person in the world would do it. Has done it and will do it. Well, how so about did, that? Did you have a regular week last week? Yes. I did a lot of comedy writing. I had my comedy class last Sunday, um, which was really good. We learned some joke formulas. And then um, I spent the whole week just like brainstorming jokes. And I've been doing it. Hold on a second. Can I just stop you right there? Joke formulas like E equals MC laugh. What is a joke formula? Yeah. Like give me a joke formula. Okay. So one is like set up punchline. Okay. One is what's called the rule of threes, when you have two things that you list that make sense and then a third one that's like out of nowhere. So, for example, when I say, you know, they like Scott a lot better than they like my first husband, my family, because he was smart and he was educated and he wore pants to dinner. That's the rule of three. I got you. Okay. Just checking. Um, That's just an example. It's a good um, one. To think. I, it's a good one, right? Yeah, it's a good um, one. Uh, let me see. There's a bunch. Like, there's a there's one called like the bonus joke where you do a joke. Like, if I were to have done that joke, the bonus joke would be, and even zip them or something like that. You, you know go. what I mean? Like, you just do like a tag on to keep people laughing. So, um, I guess my question is: Do you are you enjoying the class? Is it worth it? Was it worth the money? I've only been once. It was two hundred and fifty dollars. So far, it's worth the money simply because of the form. I'm enjoying okay. writing. Yeah, that was a well, it wasn't just that class. Like that class was she talked about the formulas at the beginning. She went off topic and talked a little bit about having stage presence and confidence when you stand up. And like the reason why people move the mic stand out of the way is because you don't want a barrier between you and the audience because you need them to relate to you. So people always have to get that out of the way. And then you move it back when you're done and then you move it back. Like the reason why you see people doing this 
is because you're you're like I understand the that barrier. But I'm done. It makes you know what makes sense to me is why don't you just keep the mic stand behind you, put the mic there. When the next guy walks, he picks the mic up and then walks up to the to the people because it, they're they're replacing the barrier. It's all psychological. Okay, but I just thought it was interesting. I found it interesting, and then um. The other half of the class it was two hours. The other hour was us try, trying out our material. So we went through the class. Like most of us got to go up there and, and work our material a little bit. Cool. And then the teacher took notes and laughed or didn't laugh. It was good. One of my favorite uh, YouTube videos is where uh, Bernie Mac, God rest his soul, uh, he had come out mm-hmm. on stage. The guy before him had bombed. And mm-hmm. the audience was like really, really a tough audience. So he walks out and he says, uh, you know, good luck. And Bernie goes, I got this. And he walked out and he destroyed. And the first thing he yeah. walked out, he grabbed the microphone, moved the mic stand. He looked at everybody and he goes, I'm afraid of you motherfuckers. And then he went right into his thing. <laughs> that was a good impression. Oh, I can do a Bernie Mac. That's exactly how he talks. Yeah. So he went in and he destroyed. And I'll tell you one thing. If I ever do stand up, I want a I want a full black audience because when they laugh, they throw it their back like good, into it. They good they go fall, their pants are in the air, they're oh, you know, I love it. So, and what's nice about the the routine is he they got the light up where you can see the crowd and that when he first walks out they're like stoic and within three jokes it looks like water. They're like rolling yeah, all over yeah. the place. It's amazing. So yeah. I saw Tracy Morgan at King of Prussia Valley Forge. It was not even that long ago. And um, I did feel like the only white couple there, but I don't care. I yeah. just was like, I think all these people hate me for being here. But anyway, so um, I was, we were making friends with the couple next to us. And then Tracy started telling jokes. And every time he would tell a good joke, the woman next to us would be like, so stupid. And like, that's so funny, so stupid. It was hilarious. Um, there are a couple of black comedians in the class mm-hmm. um, too. Anyway, so I started out doing material about like my ex and like thinking it would be a good idea to get married because he had a well-behaved dog, like that kind of stuff. But I think instead, I mean, I have a, actually probably do have an hour's worth of material just on my life alone, but like I might instead do jokes about parenting when you're 20 versus parenting when you're 40 with someone little mm-hmm. or pregnancy when you're 20 versus pregnancy with your 40. Like I have a lot of uh, don't do it material there. I mean, I can only do five minutes. So no, but I mean, I, <laughs> I started out wanting to like explain that people are constantly wondering if he's an accident and what a stupid question that is. Cause I'm 40 now who would, you know, he's a science experiment. They're the accident. Nobody has a kid when they're 21 on purpose. Well, you say that, but when I was, 40 actually 39 we did have a little whoopsie and that i know you had two little whoopsies that produced twins i know so yes that does happen you, you know what oh, happens? Of course it happens you get brave you get brave or you get lazy lazy and brave is a actual uh way to have it it's a an terrible oopsie. combination yes. yeah but anyway i've been writing jokes all week i've been i've read jokes about emily i've written jokes about um my in-laws. Laura thinks I should do a whole set on my mother-in-law. I do, too. Are you kidding? She's mm-hmm. like a fountain that never stops giving. It's it amazing. It never stops giving. I just have to spend like a day with her, and I have eight more jokes. It's true. I, I can't get over Thanksgiving and how she stole all the good stuffing. Like that. She oh, I is, forgot. 
Oh, she's, I got to write that who down. Who does that? I mean, that's a, that's a sociopath right there. That's she's And, and took God, the bones. She stole all the. Oh, and your bones. Yes, she ruined my bones. Oh, you guys, thank you. I was trying to remember all the questions that she asked me that um, required who, the me? answer of who me. That's yeah. where who me came but, from. I know, but I but I only remembered a few of the questions. But as I was thinking about it, I was remembering more. So, like, for example, what are you making for dinner tonight? Or are you doing laundry today? Yes. Or do you have a sewing kit? Well, what drives me crazy with my ex is, like, she wants me to do something. So she doesn't, she says to me, what are you doing Tuesday? And I go, I can't stand that. I want to know. Yes, I want to know. It's like, hey, listen. What John do doesn't want? have school today on Tuesday. I need you to watch him. The answer to that is yes. Mm-hmm. And okay, say it. Fine. Don't yes. ask me what I'm doing and see if you could crowbar. Why am I now in a thought process of what's going to happen in three days? You know I have, like, no memory. I have no idea what to do. I have to set my phone to do, take my pills. Why are you going to ask me what I'm going to be doing in three days? That's ridiculous. Because now I'm like, uh, uh. Then I'm like, why am I thinking about this? Oh, that's right. She wants something. So then I go, what do you want? And then she tells me. That's how it always works. So, yeah, that's one of those pet peeves that, that happens all the time. Happens with us, too. Mm-hmm. I'll just turn around and say, what do you want? Exactly. Ask for what you want. Stop trying to manipulate the whole situation to suit. Just ask. You want something? Ask. The answer will probably be yes. But now that you have me on fire for your stupid techniques, the answer is no. Right. And then the other thing I have a yeah. problem with right now that's driving me crazy, I think it's my OCD or whatever, is I'm afraid that my house smells like old guy. So like I went out and bought these because I'm only I only live here, so I'm the old guy, right? So I went out and I bought these uh, this thing here, the the thing that sprays every like centibles, yeah, yeah, every hour and a half it makes a spritz, and it actually smells lovely down here. I have one upstairs and one downstairs, so the place don't smell like old guy. Stuart and I just had a fight about that this morning. He is always so careful before I podcast not to argue with me. But I have I have those Bath and Body Works plugins, the yes. wall things. So I plug them in all over the house, and the house really has one scent. We really just use one smell What's that I smell? really love. It's called mm. Beautiful Day. Okay, I have. I'm a clean linen guy. Yeah, yep, clean. It's just a clean, a little florally smell. But you're a guy living solo. Clean linen's the way to go for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but in Ethan's room, I'll put like a, something a little muskier cause he's a teenage boy and dear God, teenage boy. Whew. So I put the muskier one in Stuart's bathroom also. And he, maybe he, one of them broke or it wasn't working. And he's been complaining for the better part of six months that it's broken. So I replaced it for him. I bought a new Ooh. one. This thing right here. I bought a new oh, one. I plugged, I plugged it in and why is it on my desk? And uh, I, it's, it hits me in the face as I walk by his bathroom now, this musky smell, but better to get hit with a musky, musky smell than Ball sack. any other smell from that room. Exactly. So today he said, I'm going to, there are sales everywhere and I potentially left a coupon open on the computer downstairs. I'm going to talk to Bath and Body Works. This thing's broken. And I said, it is not broken. I can smell it every time I pass your bathroom. Oh. Every time Interesting I said, that they can't. He can't smell that that smell, that odor. That Maybe he's hard of smelling. He said he smells it in the hallway when he passes the other ones. Why can't he smell that? Are there certain smells that 
people. It should it be? Either your nose works or it doesn't. Is that true? Maybe a doctor has like I this think. Uh, <laughs> thing that kind of shuts off the nasal passages to a certain once it gets to a certain Do you level, think the formaldehyde of has ruined his sense I'm of smell. I'm not saying formaldehyde, but I'm sure a, a, a cross be between to that. urine and body odor Maybe. might there be. There might the, be something to that because when our kids were babies, and I would say, "You're sitting in a room with a kid with a shit in his diaper, and you can't smell it." Like he just didn't smell things because he probably smells it all the time. He's immune to it, but he smells the one in the hallway. He said he smells the other ones. Mm. So now I have to put the florally fresh, clean one in his bathroom. That's not as powerful in blocking out the odors that I don't want to smell. But right, but that was a whole. Is, I just that's didn't know. Very interesting. If that was a thing where you can lose, like, like you can lose parts of your hearing. You can't hear. Maybe he's hard of smelling. He's hard of smelling. He's losing his smelling. Yeah, that's a brain tumor. It better not be. Yeah, good. Yeah, that's true. He's now taken to saying when I say something about you know, fix changing the filters. He's like, just open up the contact on our phone. I'm like, I know, I know. Just go do it. Stop telling me where to find the answer. Just do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Hard of smelling. Um, See if that's a thing. Hard of smelling. You know, I have a a, a little bit of an argument or a little bit of, I want to lodge a complaint. uh Easter this year was on April Fool's Day. And I feel like I got cheated out of a holiday. Like there was no real good holiday, no a, April good. It's not April a holiday Fools joke because there was no, because uh, it was on Easter and everybody was doing Easter stuff and I think they really forgot about the April Fool's joke and now it's over and you can't do anything about it. I feel like I got gypped on this holiday. morning. I called him yesterday, wished him a happy Easter. He didn't call me back. And this morning he texted me and says, "I am so pissed at Dad." Yesterday, we just when we got into church, he started talking to everybody about how stupid my girlfriend Jackie is. That's his girlfriend. And then when I told him to stop, he yelled at me in front of the entire church and told me to sit down. And I hate him. You better call me right away. So I'm like, oh my god, he must be drunk. What is he doing? Doing that in the middle of church on Easter? It's like the worst thing I've ever heard. So I call him after I drop off Isaac. I call him and he goes, "I'm so mad." And I was like, "What's the matter?" And he goes, "I'm just mad that you fell for that April Fool's joke." I was like, you dick. It was yesterday. He goes, I was busy. Right. <laughs> so it's a, it's, well, first so of all, it's not a holiday. It's, it's a day. Of, it is if you're funny. Come on. And second of all, it's for children, isn't it? No. No, it's the opposite. Yes. I How's mean, April Fool's Day for children? Sometimes you can really throw your Why back in Why would they make a chocolate way? Whopper if that was for children? That's true. <laughs> Did you see the chocolate whopper? Well, I did it to my daughter. This was my this April Fool's joke to my daughter. I said, I texted her and I said, someone told me you sound like an owl. And then she types back, text back, what? With a question mark. And I said, yeah, someone uh, texted me. I was talking to someone and they Ooh. told me you sound like an owl. Ooh. And then she puts in who? And Ooh. I went, I put the smiley faces, the laughing faces because owl, who? And then she goes, what? Yeah. What do you? Oh, never mind. I get it. And then I typed in April Fool's and then I put that up as a, I think it was an Instagram story. I actually made it. A lot of people yesterday took out all the chocolates from the chocolate eggs and wrapped up grapes. Wow. That's that's the perfect April Fool. Yeah, I like that. That's for kids. I was listening to a podcast and a guy for a cereal, you know how sometimes you put fruit in your cereal, like a strawberry or maybe a raisin or something like that. He puts grapes in a cereal. And he says, he said, well, he said that. And then the other guy, his co-host said it was uh, gross. 
And then they brought in cereal, milk, and grapes. And the co-host tried it and said, you know what? It's not bad. I think the problem with a grape is it's a little too big. Care. You might have to half the grape. If you have it, then I think it would be okay. Right. But I look at Melissa's face. No grapes? Yeah, I don't, want, I, don't want, I don't want fruit in my cereal. I want sugar in my cereal. Uh-huh. <laughs> and right now on Passover, all I want is cereal. So shut up. <laughs> That's well, really all funny. I want. Like I think uh, acceptable cereal fruit is bananas. Uh, oh, yeah, strawberries that's okay. and blueberries and berries right and maybe a, an occasional raisin no Ooh, no, apple. no no raisin. no apples i guess i like raisin raisin brand. Raisin right brand. i like it yeah. i like a like a freeze-dried strawberry like what they put in with the special k with strawberry oh. i like that mm-hmm. that's good it's got a little mm-hmm. chewiness mm-hmm. but then you get the strawberry flavor i'm down with that but there's like other like you wouldn't put melon in your cereal no that's weird no watermelon concur the grape i guess is bad mm-hmm. Stewart's breakfast today was uh, several hands full, hands full of berries with sour cream on top. That's mm. fucking disgusting. I mean, that's just gross. What's wrong with him? I Where to start? That's just gross. Besides the fact that he's hard of smelling, what's wrong with him is he just ate, I don't know, a pint of fruit. With... Maybe it's his taste buds that are off. That's true. Maybe that's true, too. Well, what happens is if you're hard of smelling, smelling is that's part gross. of your taste. So if you can't smell it, you can't taste it. Maybe I'll ask him to lick that's that wallflower. Just lick it. Tell yeah. me if you taste yeah. it. Lick it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Lick it. Terrible. Lick it. You- <laughs> so, um. Okay. John, I heard they're delivering at Target now. Get out. Really? What? Yeah. Target has delivery now. Same day, too. That's very interesting. Yeah. So you were going to Walmart, and I totally protest Walmart because they're taking, well, because they suck. Um, but they also taking Cos- the man. Yeah, they're taking Cosmo off their off their racks because it's Cosmo, and fuck them. Don't don't go to Walmart. But Target is is the mothership. So if they're going to deliver to you, that's that's the way to go. They deliver like Amazon delivers, or they? Yeah. I mean, isn't Target delivery called shipping? No, I mean they'll do food. Also, they have it's forty nine dollars no for the way. year. Wait, what? It's a club. Now you're going to search I it. I wonder if I, I have it. You I on hire. So you have $49 for the year, but then how Are much? Are you sure that wasn't an time? April Fool's joke? I don't think it's. I think I heard about it before April 1st. Target same day delivery service that shops the cart. You create and delivers it fast, saving you time and energy using the app Shipped, S-H-I-P-T. So if they, if it's $49 nice. for your membership, I guess you just tip the guy when he comes. Really? Yeah, okay. I think it's supposed to be ninety nine dollars for the year, but it's forty nine right now if you sign up at, at the get go. Do you guys carry? I never carry money. Carry money? It's, it's all available. Holy shit! <laughs> what about yours? What's your zip code? I, who me? You? Yeah. It's, just beep it out. It's available. Yeah, it's pretty great. I mean, well, I mean, there's targets all around me. S H I P T. There's one right down the street from me. Yeah, so it's very easy. <sighs> But I mean, Isn't that great? That is so I get free two day shipping here. That's all it says. It's actually go to shipped.com forward slash target. Oh, okay. I think we just did an ad for them and I think we should absolutely get paid for it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll be there first. So there's a discount on the shipping and that's $49 right Early now. Bird membership, $49. I'm joining right now, right friggin' now. Joining. Really? I mean, well, tar- because I don't like to go to the store and it's not like Scott can go when he needs stuff. All right. I already have. Uh, Prime. Yeah. Prime. So why would I do this? 
Because Target will deliver. Because it's the same day. Because Target will deliver your groceries. And if you do, yeah. if you do the grocery section on Amazon, it's, uh, Still you have to hit a certain amount days. before they, and it, yeah, you have two days and it has to hit a certain amount before they'll send it to you. Right. Okay. Don't you have to, or pay more or actually pay shipping. And once yeah. you have prime, the thought of paying shipping is just a horror. Right. A, hor- a horror. I agree a with horror. that. A horror. I, I finally got an Alexa, which is kind of cool. Did she light up when you said her name? Yes, she did. That hasn't happened in a while. You know, when I watch Schitt's Creek, when I watch Schitt's Creek, because the woman's name is Alexis. Oh, yes. That happens a billion times. Does it? And Scott and I have been binging it, and our our ALEXA has been going nuts. You know what's funny? I started watching it, Mm -hmm. and then there's so much going on right now that I, I don't have time to watch it anymore. So I watched it for the longest. I watched like a bunch of them. Then I started watching Young Sheldon. Then I stopped, started watching that show, Catastrophe. Oh, I love that. That was hilarious. And so I'm in the middle of that. So then I have to, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. And then Jessica Jones came back out again. <gasps> I just finished that. Okay, well, don't tell me. Don't tell me I'm, anything. I'm going to tell you everything. Here I go. I'm going to spoil everything la, for la, you. La, la, I gotta, yeah, so, uh, Kilgrave comes back. It can't come back. He snapped his neck. She snapped his neck. Mm-hmm. I don't think that happened. <laughs> And it's all so real. Now I just spoiled it. No one, that anybody that didn't watch the first season, I just ruined it for them. <laughs> what? And I, oh, and I was, not through the second season. And either. I was just I've kidding. I watched a little bit of it. And right. I was just she kidding. She was kidding, and I just ruined season one. <laughs> See how that happens? That's why you never That's talk it. spoilers. You guys are two dicks. We are. <laughs> you said that to us before, too. It's not the first two time dicks. today you've said that to us. <laughs> nope, it's not. You're a As fucking a matter of fact. Dick. Exactly. Ooh, you guys that's are two me. That is you. big old dicks. In a box. I forget why you said that, but you were like really fired up that day. Yeah. That's, and yeah, that's where I got that, and I got this one, too. That's what made you a whore. Yes. <laughs> I like those two. I like those two. Jobs. I don't remember that one. Oh, because we were probably talking about being slutty or something. We, um, while we were in Vegas, we saw this shop called Sugar. And inside, I mean, everything, you guessed it, candy store made of sugar. But if you combine mm-hmm. the theory of Vegas and sugar together, you get sex. Yes. So I sent Marco Polos to both of you of all of these like candy, you know, candy necklaces. They had a candy bra top. They had candy. They had, it was ridiculous. Sounds fun. Everything I saw there was just ridiculous. And at one point, who doesn't want a chocolate dick? Exactly. And there was a dick, a chocolate no dick one. in a box. Exactly. Good girl. Did you buy one? You should have got one for each of us. Mally got a big marshmallow and I got nothing. I just got the fuck out of that store is what I got. Because I walked by while Marco Poloing, I showed you guys a chocolate cock ring. <laughs> yes. And Ethan said, John, what's a cock <laughs> ring? I hear in the very background. And then the video cuts off and I'm thinking to myself. How did you explain that? <laughs> Did you explain that? Go ask your father wasn't good enough. Um, Was it? Is there a doctor in the house? Yeah. Um, no, Go ask I, your father. I, and you know what and your, <laughs> You know what Stuart said? Something your mother doesn't let me wear. Oh, my God. <laughs> you don't know that. You don't know that. What do you know? He's right. Maybe she and does it's let not, him wear it. It's not a let thing. It's a what? Um, right. Yeah. So I explained to him in the middle of Las Vegas, in the middle of the Las Vegas strip while holding a chocolate cock ring what a cock ring is and Mallory I can't walked believe over you did that. 
what's my choice? Mallory walked over and I said, Not are those much. marshmallows over there? And then she went running over to the marshmallows. Oh, so he, so God. Ethan knows what a cock ring is. Mallory does not. Correct. Unless so far, so good. Ethan told her. <laughs> At least until they were in their room without you later. Right. And then Ethan went, Mallory. Guess, guess what I found out is. today? Ugh. And it comes in chocolate. <laughs> Ooh, it comes in chocolate. John. Did you even explain what it was for? Yes, I, I had you, to. Melissa. I'm like 56 years old. And I'm not even sure I know what it's for, to be quite honest with you. And not that I even want to find out. My simple answer was, <laughs> I hate my life. <laughs> I just hate my yes. life. But the simple answer was, I know what it's for. A man puts it over his penis and it gives more pleasure as he becomes more and more erect. And I didn't say, they come in vibrating and lighter uppers for her pleasure as well. Like, I, I, I. But it's meant it. to be at the bottom, not the top. Right. And did you also really? tell them that if, it, to- it's too, if, if it's too small, then it, they, you have to go to the hospital and have it cut off you? Because you cannot lose your. Uh... Yes, John, that's exactly what I told him. Well, you should, <laughs> because the next thing you know, if you make it sound uh, intriguing, the next thing you know, he'll be in the emergency room with a, with a coat over his lap. And you know who works in the emergency room, John? Dad. <laughs> Dad, what do I do with this? We're just going to try to embarrass the hell out of him for the rest of our lives, just walking into the ED with like all these issues. Mm. Is this normal? Is there a doctor? Is this normal? Uh, do your family. Well, what did Ethan say when you said that? I feel bad for him now that he has to know what that is. He, he probably thinks adults are disgusting. He asked what it was. You know, we talked about this. Our kids are being raised in the age of porn. I don't know that he thinks anything's disgusting anymore or anybody does. I feel sorry for them for that reason, that there's no figure stuff out on your own and mystery and trial and error. It's all just, well, this bitch did it on a video. You're doing it now. Like, it's all too much. It's depressing. Too much. It's all too much. I'm trying to keep Mallory young. I'm going to try to keep her Let's see if Alexa knows. Alexa, what's a cock ring? About $12. <laughs> That's a cheap one. What's it made of? Is she not talking to you? She is. She told me exactly what it was. What's funny? We couldn't hear it. What did she say? A band worn at the base of the penis used to stop the blood flow so that the penis becomes engorged. Thanks, Alexa. Where were you when I was in sugar? with the- Yeah. Should have just told him to ask yeah. Siri. Should we ask Siri? On, we should have those Siri. bitches fight it out. Is what you should do. Hey Siri. Oh no. How many? What's a cock ring? There's no need for that. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know why she won't tell you. Alexa is more forthcoming. Than hey Siri. Siri. Why are you such a prude? Is that what you think? Oh, I like her voice. My Siri doesn't sound like that. I have the British one. Wait, so do I. Ready? Hey, Siri. What's a cock ring? There's no need for that. Oh, you have the male one. I do. Okay. I do. I don't know. I mean, I think she's easily, if I still call it a her, I think she's easily offended, and that's just ridiculous. Yeah. There's no need to be offended. Yes. But if you asked her to search the internet for what is a cock ring, she would do it. All right, let's try that. Go ahead. Hey, Siri. Search the internet for cock ring. I didn't find anything on the web for cock ring. Oh, I doubt that very much. I like how she said it, though. Cock ring. Right. That was lovely. So I found other, I found a 
I found a dick in a box. I found a flask that says, this tastes like I'm not going to work tomorrow, which I thought was super cute. And <laughs> I don't know why Siri can't just tell you shit. I don't know why oh, either. Now, blowjob mints. Now, who are yeah. they for? The blowjob mints. I guess they're for the woman. Uh, they're for the woman. Or, Make sure or the man, whoever is giving the, the blowjob. Well, if what does he's that do? Giving a blowjob. With a mint? You think he cares whether your breath is minty frisk? No, fresh? honey. Whoever's giving the blowjob. It, it could makes be a man. the mouth cold. It could be a man. It could oh, be oh, a woman. Oh, I see. Yes. I got you. Right, so, it could be. It maketh the mouth cold. Oh, look. It's a, Ooh, it's a bra full bra. of smarties. It's a, yeah. Whose boobs are that small, I wonder? Mine. Um, Not mine. When I had my bachelor, I had my bachelorette party. I had my friend give us all candy necklaces and we had to walk around the streets of Manhattan and have have it be empty by the time we got back to our hotel room. So we had to find men to eat candy off of our necks. That shouldn't have been hard in New York. No, it was it was not difficult at all. That's what I figured. It was a good time. Good time. There you go. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty wild. I had a blow up doll of Eric Stoltz walking around with me. Where does one find that? Well, Crit found a blow-up doll, and she printed out, a, probably on a dot matrix printer, because we're so fucking old, a picture of <laughs> Eric Stoltz and taped it on his face. So while we went to this oh fun, God. awesome restaurant where they yelled, Melissa's getting married tomorrow, and they put me stand on a table, and we all had tambourines, and we played music, Eric Stoltz waited behind the bar for me so I could walk around Manhattan holding him. It was pretty great. It's That's not embarrassing at all. I was drunk. It was a it was a great time. I don't remember. A glorious lot. time was had by all. Yeah. My sisters in law yeah. both came and spent the rest of the evening while we were getting candy eaten off of our necks in Penn Station, holding each other's hair, vomiting all over Penn Station. Oh, yeah. Good gosh. times. Those girls know how to party. Golly. Sounds like they yeah. do. Gosh and golly. It's mm. what I would do now if, if I went to the same kind of party. <laughs> so that's that would be me now. But. Then I could take it. Oh, my gosh. My God. Hmm. Yeah. All good times. My goodness. I think my bachelor party days are over. I I don't think that I want to. Well, they should be over, shouldn't they? Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay. (laughs) Do they end? They should end. Yeah, they should end. Yeah, like you said, you would still still do something like that. I would not. I mean, I would go and leave early. Mm. I would try to be classy about it. Yeah. Same. I would leave early. I had Mm -hmm. a question. I had a question for you guys as we were packing, you know, we were going to two different places. Is packing the bane of your existence or is it just yes. me? Yes. I hate it. It's it's the worst because you have to think about, well, I'm going to change my clothes for nighttime. So that's what, two outfits a day, especially just for you on those conventions. It is literally the worst. And I have an app. Let me tell you what it's called because I don't remember. But I use an app that's helpful and it's still not face. too helpful. You have an app for that? It's called it's called Packing Pro, and like for example, it says Sample Family, and it has like a very long list of all the things to do and stuff to pack. It's really good because it helps me not forget things. Like it has a whole list of medications to take, gadgets, chargers, makeup. Oh, so it's a checklist. It it's a checklist, it's a checklist for you. Okay. That you can customize for each trip. So I have a conference one now that I use. Melissa had a look um, on her face like it actually packed your bag for you. 
Well, there was that, that episode so awesome. of Big Bang where Sheldon scanned his socks and he scanned everything he packed in a bag, which How I How does he get barcodes on his socks? I don't know, but it was genius. So I thought, oh my God, is it that app? But no. Like they That's have crazy. stickers for like camp where yeah. instead of having to iron on, you use like a, like a, t- and then you could print QR codes on them. Yes. And then you can and put that your on your phone. sock. Can you read the text my son just sent me? It says, I'm eating a sandwich. There you go. With, with no, no bread. bread. That's, <laughs> That's a, not a sandwich. It's just meat. It's a handwich. <laughs> Unless he's got peanut butter all over his fingers. That's not a sandwich. It's a handwich. <laughs> A handwich, baracha, Passover that's, joke that's for the great. win. That's great. That's great. That was a good one. All right, yeah. ladies, what do you think we wrap this up? I think we wrap it up. Wrap yes, it up, flip it, guys. rub it down. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's funny every time. Every time. Well, I can't stop. Every time. <laughs> Don't mock um, me. Yeah, I think we've run out of shit to say. So thank you guys so much for listening uh, to Brilliant Observations. Uh, it has been brilliant to have you. Please check out our show notes, brilliantobservations.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Listen Brilliant. Would it kill you to um, write us? Would it kill you? You don't call. You don't write. We'd love to hear from you. Know, you. And listen, Come if you on, don't have any of those social us. medias, you're a bad parent. You're a bad parent. Terrible, <laughs> terrible parent. Brilliantobservations at gmail.com. Defend yourself. <laughs> All Defend you bad, yourself. All you bad parents out there. Um, for those of you who are new to listening, and I know there are a few of you, quite a few of you, thank you so much for being with us. I hope you'll stay with us a while. We love you. Please write us and let us know what you think. Thank you guys so much for listening. Take care. Have a good one.